You are listening to the Heath Fluids Podcast, and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance coach for men, Michael David Huey. Guys, welcome to another session of the Heath Fluence Podcast. My name is Michael David Huey. I'm the founder and CEO of Heath Fluence and Maybe you're listening to this and you're in this, uh, what we call pandemic mode. Uh, uh, we get, we're, we have decided to do the HeFluence podcast video and audio. So whether you're watching this on YouTube or Spotify or Anchor, uh, I'm super excited. We were, we were, we were my guests today. We were praying before we got started and, and, and I'm, I'm super excited. I get excited when I do these, but when I know that, the power of what's about to happen. It's even a special day for my guests today for things that they're doing. I watched uh, a live that they did yesterday and, uh, and I, and I, and I just feel like, wow, I'm interviewing them tomorrow and it's a very special day for them. So, um, and, and I know they're going to talk a little bit about that. I, the way I like to do this is I don't like to steal their thunder. I like to tell you just a little, give you a little appetizer about who they are and what they do. Because when I, when I was called to do this, I believe that we have, relationships. And then I believe we have divine appointment relationships where people that we know that we're probably going to be friends for a long time. And when we were praying earlier um, with their new exciting venture and joint venture that they're doing together, um, I prayed that God would keep the people out that are not supposed to be in and keep the people in that are supposed to be in. And there went my water bottle. (laughs) So, um, but what's cool about that is I think we need that nowadays. I think we need the Lord to protect us um, from the lies and the deceptions that the enemy has and tries to do to kill, steal, and destroy. And so uh, I'm super excited because I think that the two people that I have on here today are very like-minded, think the way David and I, uh, it's funny, I just got to meet Katie Marie for the first time. Like I feel like I told her, I felt like I knew her before just from David. Cause David and I have become pretty close. We text and we talk and, and, and we've jumped on calls and just encouraged each other and got to know each other a little bit better. And, and I feel like I knew Katie, but now I feel like I know her even more and I'm excited to learn more about her just because, you know, God says, that when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing and he finds favor with God. And I know David thinks that way with me. Uh, uh, two, two are better than one. And I'm kind of an emotional guy. So if I get a little bit emotional while we're talking, it's okay because that's what God does. God was emotional, you know, and, and the shortest verse in the Bible was Jesus wept, right? And uh, so today, um, I welcome my friends to the call. And, and, and I'm just going to tell you a brief little morsel, like I said, an appetite it's really cool because um, I've known David, but now I feel like just reading Katie's bio, like I know her a little bit more. Uh, and I know that David was very successful. He was a baseball player. We have that in common. I went to Ohio State. He went to Indiana. He played baseball. I ran track. Um, they've been in, in – and he's, he's a speaker. He's an author. He's, he's, a, he's in the real estate. Uh, he's a real estate investor. He's a real estate investor coach. Um, I know that he likes to travel. I know that he's passionate about about God. He's he's passionate about business. And uh, him and him and Katie live in Southwest Florida, uh, which is a very awesome area for me and my wife. A lot of my wife's family lives down there. They are the co-founders of Love Co. And I'm just going to share just a little bit about Katie. I didn't even know this, but I, I I'm 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 super excited because Katie actually is a singer, which is 
pretty freaking awesome. What I don't, I, 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 here's what I really love is, um, I was, uh, obviously we know we're quarantined. We can't go to church. We're, we're, we're doing a lot of things by zoom, which we're using right now. And, and, um, I have a passion for singing too, Katie, but I don't talk a lot about it. And uh, we were in prayer. We were in a, a nine-person prayer meeting every day. So we were social distancing to under 10, right? And the worship leader said, Michael, was that you singing over in the corner? And I was like, yeah, why? She goes, why have you not started to sing in church? And I did. I led worship in our small church before, but I think the enemy just kind of discouraged me from doing it. And, um, and now I guess the Lord kind of said, Hey, by the way, you know, you need to get back. And I didn't know this, but Katie started a Christian group, um, with her brother. Right. And, and they produced three albums. They toured, uh, which it's, that's so exciting. Like, I love that stuff. Like, I, I mean, we all have a, a, a time and a purpose at a young age of 22. I'm sure that was exciting. Uh, she's, she's, she likes to write songs. She's a speaker. She's an entrepreneur. And as I said, her and David are, are launching something really nice that they're going to talk about more when we talk. And today, I know they're going to share some more stuff on Facebook Live. I, I, don't, I, I can't remember what time that is, but they'll talk a little bit about that later when, they, when we get to that time. But uh, I'd like to welcome to the Hefluence podcast, David and Katie Marie Hughes. Thank you for joining me today, you guys. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. So much. Michael, we're, we're thrilled. I first off just want to say thank you. We just want to honor you and say we are, we are thrilled. We're pumped. We're, we're just excited to be here, man, uh, with you and with your audience. You know, whoever's listening to this, I know they're going to be blessed by the messages and the powerful points that get shared today. And, and we're just happy to be willing and available vessels to be here with you, man, and just pour out anything that's been poured into us um, that's going to be profitable to to the lives that, that listen to this, man. So thank you. We, we appreciate you. We love you. Thank you for this platform. Thank you for all the work that you and your wife do to make this possible so that lives can be impacted. So yeah, man, uh, awesome. let's rock and roll. Awesome. 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 And, and so we were talking about this before. I like to let the Holy Spirit lead us and guide us. I have kind of a, a platform that I like to follow, but uh, I can sense the Holy Spirit here since we've started. And, and so today, you're, the, God is going to rock your worlds today. Everybody that's listening today, whether you're watching on, on, on live or, or you're listening, uh, eliminate some distractions and listen and grow. And I think usually these first two questions that I like to leave, the reason I just gave you a little appetizer, you guys know what becomes before the meal is the appetizer, right? I gave you a little appetizer about them, but I want them to tell you a little bit about their story, um, how they met, you know, things that they do. What I really like about, about, da about David and Katie is, Katie Marie is that they are one. They, they, you know, I like it. I was saying this before David was telling me last time we talked a couple weeks ago about how, Katie just spontaneously just says, Hey, let's go to the airport. We're going to go on a trip. Right. And we're going to, and she's got it all planned out, right? Like, Hey, just, let's just go to the airport. We're going to do that. And, and, and life is a life because they're kingdom minded. God has allowed them to share those opportunities together. They've built real estate money that creates revenue, you know, uh, time revenue. Nowadays we're in an economy where if I was in my former fitness business, uh, I would be not, I would be broken, not working, but I've created leverage. I've created time. I've created a business that as it grows, the, the, the time that I get to spend with the ones that I love is more valuable. And I think that that's really good. So what I want to hear from you guys, and I'm, I mean, I love you, David, but I'm, I'm, I feel like I don't know Katie well enough. So I'm, I'm excited to hear her story a little bit more, but I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But so I'm excited to let people hear about you guys and how you met and, and what that looks like and uh, and 
just share away, share your hearts. Yeah, no, I'm glad you said that because I was already going to say ladies first, like she's going to go first and kick <laughs> us off with your first question on our story. Um, and so I'm going to, I'm going to let her, um, you know, do that. But I did want to say one quick thing that I believe was already just powerful confirmation of what you've said that neither of you had any idea what I was going to say. I didn't even know until during your introduction, this popped up clearly in my mind, my heart, my spirit. It's this powerful point right here. You said earlier, two are better than one. That comes from the greatest success book of all time in every area of life, health, relationships, finances, business, doesn't matter. Greatest success book of all time, the Bible. So, so you said two are better than one. And absolutely that's true. And one thing that I wanted to say with that and to that is there's the two are better than one. That's the togetherness. And then there's a whole nother realm of oneness where not only two are together, but two become one actually and literally. And that's a whole other series of a whole other preaching you could preach on, right? That's a whole (laughs) other, but, but literally, but, 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 but that's a key to, as we go forward today, knowing that everything that the listeners and everything we talk about today are going to hear a lot of the abundant blessing that flows in and through our life and our health, relationships, finances, businesses, ministries, whatever it is. Number one, it all comes to God. He gets all the glory. It all comes from him. We know that. Number two, our part in our role in that is we, we continually grow in the understanding that he shows us what that actually means. These two, not being two together, two being better together, it's a whole nother realm beyond that of the two actually becoming and being one. Um, and I'll say one other thing to that point, and then, baby, take it away with our story and everything that's on your heart, because it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be taking notes from what, what you all are talking about. <laughs> yeah, I, I, used to, I used to take notes, but, David, you know what I do now? I listen and then I go back and watch later and take notes. Oh, I, got that's I like that's that. Good. That's good. Yeah. I'm about to do that. That's that's because otherwise level. we catch one nugget and then miss the. We're still writing and we're still writing and we're like, oh, what did she say? So yes. What did she just say while I, I was? Used, writing? Yeah, I used to have my pencil and piece of paper here on my side with another little stand here, and my wife's like, "Are you going back and listening to those? Why are you writing? Go back and write when you're listening." So yeah. So, oh, that's good. I'm taking that. I'm taking that right there. Oh yes. <laughs> Right there, bam. Whoa. And the wisdom of the man to listen to the woman. Oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. so, so, yeah, so we're going to, Kenry, you, you take it, baby, and, and kick us off. But I wanted to say this point on, on that point about oneness. You're about to hear an unprecedented out-of-this-world story because the script writer is God himself. He put us together. So you're going to hear that from her, and we'll share together. Um, but it's just like each of you all listening, no matter where you're at in life, if you know God or you don't, or you believe in them or you're in a relationship with them or not in your business, like whatever it is, I can just tell you this. And we're going to, this is going to be proof positive throughout this conversation today that, that what he has in store for you is so far beyond any and every, all of your wildest dreams in every area of your life that it, that, that, that we're just here to share, you know, some of that today and how you can plug into that direct connection, direct divine connection with him. And my point of the oneness is this, like within a week after we got married, we were on uh, a live TV show on, on TBN, Trinity Broadcasting Network on a Praise the Lord show. They were interviewing us and God had already set it up before we even met. So he set things up in advance for you, for your benefit and the blessing of others. So, so she didn't even know this. I was already scheduled to be, they were going to be interviewing me in a slot on, on, on the show. And then we meet and get married in the meantime. She's going to talk about that. And, and, and then they end up, we get, they put us on another slide to share our story. But here's my point on the oneness. He said this in the live interview. This is unscripted live on TV. He said, man, we shared our story. You're all going to hear it. And, and, and we're standing there in the studio, sitting there being interviewed, right? And he goes, 
wow, man, this story, like you, I can tell you really believe like she is the one handpicked one from God for you. I can tell you, I said, no, <laughs> I, it's not a belief thing. Like I don't, I don't believe. I said, there's a whole difference in believing and knowing because there's a lot of things we can believe. I said, I know that I know that I know beyond anything I've ever known that she is the handpicked custom crafted one that God made just for me. And so baby, you, you share whatever's on your heart with our story and then we'll go from there. But uh, that's, that's, that's huge because there's a huge difference between those two things. So, Amen. Well, you know, um, one of the things that I love to teach and to share with people is whoever God made you to be, rock who you are. You. The way that God made you, the intricate way that he made you, different from the person next to you, different from the person in front of you, behind you, different from your siblings, different from your parents. It's a unique gift that God has given you. And until you're able to embrace and rock out who God made you to be, people aren't getting to experience the one that God made you to be. So, you know, as a child, um, I've always been just a deep little soul, just uh, an artist at heart. Every single thing I do is artistic. And, and that's part of embracing who God made me to be. And I've never, you know, second guessed it. And, and thankfully, I was raised by parents who saw um, the unique soul that I was, and they never tried to squelch me. They just, you know, basically embraced me, never made me feel different. And it wasn't until I became an adult and looked around, I realized that nobody was like me. But, you know, I had to dance to the beat of my own jewelry, as I say. <laughs> so, you know, as a child, I, I became a poet as soon as I could basically hold a pen or a pencil. And so I remember writing these poems just about love and about God and about all these really deep things. And, you know, I believe thinking back on that time, I could feel my future husband. I knew he existed and, and I already loved him. And so, you know, I'm going to tell the story of David and me. And, and even before I met him, I knew who he was. And it just reminds me of, you know, reading all of the different parts of the love letter of God in the Bible, talking about I knew you before I formed the foundations of the earth and my thoughts of you are more numerous than the grains of sand. I'm going to tell you, we live a stone's throw from Siesta Key, 99% quartz sand. It is so fine. You really can't even get it off your skin. And God thinks more of you than all of the grains of sand, not just on Siesta Key, but around the world, I'm talking all of the deserts, all of the oceans, the ocean floors. I mean, you just can't even fathom how much God thinks of you. And so, you know, I had a bit of that understanding just knowing my future husband. And so I say all of that to say I, I refused to settle for anyone other than God's handpicked one for me. And I knew that there was just one. So, you know, I, I grew up, I was a passionate dancer. I became a professional dancer at the age of 17. Kept me out of a lot of trouble, kept me out of dating, you know, all of that craziness. And then, you know, Michael, as you shared, uh, my brother and I created a Christian pop group, and, and that was a wild, exciting, amazing journey. And, um, you know, I got into a dating relationship um, that just wasn't what God had for me, and I thought that it was, even though it wasn't really what I wanted, I thought it was what God wanted. Well, out of his mercy and grace, he showed me that that person wasn't the one for me. So I ended that relationship. 
And it created a passion in me to write down a list of all of the attributes of my future husband, everything that I longed for. And I'm talking yeah. details of the details of the details. It was a six right. page front and back, tiny writing of all of the intricate details that you I still most, have it. I do. I actually have it. Like, all right. We're, we, we might, we might have to see that sometime. Yes. I'll be, probably be reading about David probably. I know. And, and, and when you read it, out. when you read it, you'll think, well, that is David to a T. <laughs> right. I love it. And so, you know, I want to encourage you today, whatever it is that you're waiting on, if you literally seek the Lord with all of your heart, like he will give you your heart's desires. And it's not just that he'll give you the desires that you have in your heart. He will literally hand you the desires that he longs to be in your heart. And then he will fulfill them. It's not just, you know, oh, I want this, I want that. I've always wanted to be here. I've always wanted to do that. You know, those are our own human desires. And God does care about those. But as we seek him and fall more and more intimately in love with him, yes. he actually hands us his desires, places them in our hearts, and then makes them come true for his glory. Thank you, God. So here I was, you know, um, I had broken up with this guy had a couple of relationships before that. And I was like, I am, my picker is off. I am not good at picking Lord. I am choosing you. And actually at the top of the list of my future husband, I wrote, I wrote it to him and I also wrote it to the Lord. I said, I let God choose you, babe. And like, that's, yeah, that's the first line on the list. I let God choose you. And that is exactly the, the story that you're about to hear. So I put that list away and I was like, Lord, whatever you want to do, whenever you want to do it, all I want is more of you. I want to know you intimately, Jesus. I want to know you as the romancer and the lover of my soul. Because you ladies out there, you gentlemen out there, I am here to tell you that another human being will never fully satisfy you. You will go from one person to the next to the next thinking, oh, this person's going to make me feel whole. This person's going to make me feel whole. No, Jesus Christ alone is the one who can yeah. satisfy your soul, who can tell you who you are, remind you who you are when you forget, and love you at the core of who you are. He is the lover of our souls. And so it's, it's vital for us to come into relationship, not as a half a person and a half a person, oh, you completely complete me. No, it is. I am a hundred percent complete and whole in Christ and he fully satisfies me and my soulmate is going to be the same so that we're coming together 100, 100. And God showed yeah. me, you know, when, when my husband and I were going to come together, this was off into the future. The Lord showed me that he and I were two sticks of dynamite on each other, on our own. And we were setting the world on fire for Jesus. I didn't even know David yeah. at the time. I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. Keep this. The good thing about this story, Katie, is, is I can see it. I have a vision as you're talking and I'll let you finish. I see the vision of, of, of where this has and where it's going. So keep me going. I'm super excited to see the finish. Oh, come on. So here we were, two sticks of dynamite, separated. I didn't know where he lived. I lived out in several different states. Had no idea where my husband was, but I knew that he was on fire for Jesus, and he was literally a stick of dynamite, just a strong, passionate believer. But God showed me that we weren't going to be two sticks of dynamite coming together. We were going to be a stick of dynamite, a stick of dynamite. And when we came together, God was going to create C4. 
like an explosion beyond measure. Mm -hmm. And the reason that we hadn't come together yet was because God had specific plans and purposes. He was crafting us for each other. And the reason that we would come together when we did is because we had fulfilled our individual purposes to the point where we could go no further, where we had to unite to then go into the stratosphere to bring God's kingdom to earth. Yes. So now comes the, the fun part of our story. So, you know, I spent almost seven years just in intimacy with Jesus. He taught me about his romancing and about the intimacy that he longed for us to have. And in the midst of that, I moved to Kentucky, um, a really small town. You know, everybody knows each other. Not only do they all know each other, they're all interrelated. Every single person is related to each other somehow. Not just a small, very. So that, that's, that, that stories, all the stories are true is what you're saying, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they all like, don't, so any, don't ever say anything about anybody because that's their mama's sisters, uncle's yeah, brothers, yeah. Bobby's sisters, yeah, yeah, oh yeah. That's my yeah. second cousin once removed and my aunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so anyway, you know, it was a wonderful time. God had me there on assignment. It was a mission. It was powerful. Well, in the meantime, I had a really close friend who actually needed to have a procedure done, and she was in the military. So I felt led to take her to the military hospital at Fort Knox. Now, I'm not in the military. So I wouldn't normally be there. And I sat there uh, early in the morning one day and struck up a conversation with this wonderful woman. I was talking about the sunrise. I was talking about Jesus. And instantly, you know, she was a Jesus lover, all of these amazing things. Well, it ended up on this divine encounter. I actually rode up to the specific state and city I needed to go to two days later. She had no idea. She was going to the same place and gave me a ride. And we just had an awesome divine friendship from there. Her name was Teresa. So fast forward, you know, about uh, four months later, she had out of the blue, you know, Facebook DM'd me and said, you have got to meet my friend David B. Hughes on, on Facebook. Just look him up in front of us. <laughs> so, you know, being in ministry, being in music, all the things I'm in, people are always connecting me, and that's a wonderful thing. So I was like, okay, I have no idea what she's, you know, intending with this, but I'll look him up and just see kind of what he's about. Well, I looked up his name, and this face, and this man of God hit me, like, square between the eyes. Now, part of my, my list God had shown me what my future husband looked like. He had shown me three different people that David was basically a fusion of those three. And so the moment I saw David, not only was he just a beautiful creation, but he was yeah, boy. on the <laughs> And I could see that in the spirit. And so the moment I saw him, I was, I was literally like, Wait a minute, like, what What are we talking about here, Teresa? And so I saw, you know, that there was a girl in the picture with him. And I was like, you know, what were you intending with this, Teresa? She told me all about him. And she said, I just know that you're supposed to meet him. And I said, well, you know, it looks like he has a girl in the picture with him. You know, what's the story with that? She said, I don't know. If he's dating someone, it's not serious. You know, just friend request him. And I said, you know, as a woman of integrity, that's just not my style. Like, I'm I have no desire to do that. She said, I'm not asking you to marry him. Just run request him already. So I did. I was obedient to do that. And I let it go. 
So it was four days later, God would not let this man off my mind. And so I felt like I was supposed to just send him a DM and just encourage him for his boldness in the Lord, his passion, his unrelenting spirit, you know, his his boldness and his virginity, all these beautiful things. So I did that. I was obedient and I was like, okay, Lord, I'm letting this go. Like this man, if I ever meet him, that's great. Now he was only 20 minutes away from me at the time. This is super important. So, you know, Teresa's is in my life. You fast forward a year. Well, God would not let David off my mind. In the meantime, you know, he's dating someone and the longer you date someone, generally you're headed down a path and generally that's towards marriage. So every time God would bring David to my mind, I was like, Lord, I know that you're in control. And if this is the man for me, you're going to show him that you're going to bring him to me. And I don't have to do anything else. So I pray for him. I bless him. I release him. And I had told my parents about him. I had told my brother and I think one other friend. And all of them were, were really, really believing. They felt like David was the one. So we just prayed and let it go. So, you know, uh, it was April of 14 when I found out about David. Well, fast forward to April of 15. All of a sudden, out of the clear blue, I felt like. This led- month. This month. Yeah. Here we are in yes. April. Yeah. I felt led to move to Michigan, and I said I would never move to Michigan again. That's yeah, why, why would you want to do that? I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, don't, you don't know I'm from Ohio. Us Michigan and Ohio there people. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> nothing good comes from Michigan, just saying. <laughs> That's what they said about Jesus, so I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus in his hometown. So, so I, I knew God wanted me to move back to Michigan, so I did so at the end of April. And as I was crossing the border from Kentucky to Indiana, I thought for the last time I was never going to be in Kentucky again. God brought this man back to my heart one more time. And I actually said out loud in the car by myself with my plant, I said, well, Lord, I guess that wasn't what you had in mind. And I just completely let him out of my mind. I, I don't I don't know that I ever would have thought of him again. So fast forward just 18 days later, out of the blue, I got a DM from David B. Hughes saying, um, you know, I'd like to talk to you about some worship opportunities. Here's my number if you want to give me a call or you can give me your number. You know, I'd love to talk with you. So not, I mean, there wasn't like a heart racing. There wasn't like a butterfly. There was nothing that hit my heart. I was like, well, I'm not sure what he's thinking, you know, because I don't even live there anymore. So I, I gave him my number. I'm not even kidding you. Two seconds later, my phone rings. And I hear this beautiful, deep, southern voice say, hi, this is David B. Hughes. And, uh, <laughs> and you know, we started talking. I bet you we didn't say three or four words. Next thing you know, this man is starting to prophesy over me, asking me if I would like to know these deep questions that I've always asked the Lord, which we can share with you another time. So I'm thinking it was spot on from the spirit of the living God. So I'm thinking, well, I don't know who this man thinks he is reading my mail like this. But, you know, I was definitely, my soul was shaken. Like as I heard his voice for the first time, I really believed that, that I realized like my counterpart had had arrived so you know I I still wasn't thinking anything other than like I don't know who he thinks he is like this bold man of God like prophesying over me like making me feel this way for a year like who do you think you are just baseball he's he's the he's the home run hitter grand slam here we go (laughs) so 
he, um, you know, we, we talked and talked and he said, well, I'm calling you because, you know, God has put on my heart to start a church. And, um, you know, we were mutual friends of Teresa, which David can share that part with, with you. But David had known about me through Teresa as well for that year. And he said, you know, I'd love for you to come lead worship. And I said, well, it's really crazy that you're calling me right now. 18 days ago, I moved out of Kentucky. I now live in Michigan. And he said, well, you know, you know, maybe I could fly you down. You could come be a part, you know, because I, I travel kind of all over doing music. So I said, yeah, you know, I'm totally open to that. And, and David said, well, I don't know what God has in store, but I do know that we need to talk again really soon. Like he was really passionate about it. And I had this like permagrin on my face and I said, if yeah. If you only knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we really do need to talk again. So it wasn't two hours later, this boy couldn't even wait to call me back. Mm-hmm. And, uh, hey, no you know, dummy. Ended- no dummy. That didn't make no <laughs> dummy. That's right. We ended up talking for, for like two hours and, and, you know, he was just sharing part of his story. And, and then we talked that night. Well, we talked for the next five nights for hours and hours and hours over the phone up until the next morning, up until the next morning for five nights. And at the end of five nights, I was actually packing to um, fly out to Colorado to finish recording an album. And so, you know, I was talking to him while I'm packing and he dropped my jaw on the floor when out of the blue, he said, it's so crazy. I can't believe that I'm telling you this right now, but I've fallen so deeply in love with you. I never knew that love like this existed. And basically, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. You're the one that I've waited for my entire life. And what he didn't know is that earlier that morning, it was a Friday, I I was so deeply in love with him. And I'm not talking like, you know, an infatuation, kind of like earthly love. It is like literally combining, like God combining our two spirits united in those five days. Like it already felt like we were um, like ready to get married. And so I that morning I said, Lord, I need you to have him express how he feels because I'm ready to explode and tell him how deeply, passionately I love him. But I really like, I, I want him to say it first. And so, so God met my desire that way. And so literally I said, well, I feel the exact same way. I've never felt this way in my entire life. Like you're the one for me. Like you, you are my future. So, you know, we told my mom, we told my dad, and of course they were like, awesome, let's do this, you know? And um, so we basically, we committed our lives to each other over the phone the fifth night. And so I flew to Colorado. Well, for three weeks, I didn't get to see him. And I, we hadn't even FaceTimed those first five days. So we started FaceTiming and it was like, finally, I've met the love of my life and I still can't even physically see him for three weeks. So, you know, but what God did over that time was so powerful because he kept us at a distance so that we could truly just dive deep into the heart and the soul and the spirit and just truly get to know each other. So awesome. he, um, I, I drove back to Michigan after three weeks and, um, and I flew down to Kentucky that very next day. And I knew that my life was going to be forever changed. We were talking on the phone as I was coming up the tarmac to, to, to meet him for the very first time. And I just knew we were both never going to be the same. The moment that we met, it was all going to be over. 
So uh, to, to put a long story short, he picked me up at the airport and within 40 minutes, he was down on one knee. He proposed to me. Um, I accepted and we were married 19 days later at the end of our private pier um, on Lake Michigan. It was my Jesus spot that I had prayed for my husband. I had sought the Lord my whole life, really, since I was 11. And um, it was the most amaz amazing thing. I mean, 19 days after meeting him face to face. And that was truly just the beginning because a lot of people think, you know, okay, you know, if we can just get to the altar and then we get married, like then it's our happily ever after. But really that's the very beginning of the unity. And then you get to work on what God has in store with your union because our marriages are not just for us. They're to bring God's glory. Like we are the personification of the future union that we have with Christ. So we're meant to shine his glory. It's not all about feeling good and being happy, which if you do it right, you should feel good and be happy and full of joy. Because as you said, you know, a man who finds a wife finds a good thing, but most it's about glorifying the Lord and seeking him together. And it's just the most beautiful journey. Amen. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I'm, I was a little teary eyed, sorry. But that's good. And, and you know, the, the, like the, I always say that when I send the, the kind of target of what we're going to talk about, usually the first two usually answer the first two get answered in the story kind of. Um, and, and just how you guys, uh, just from your bios, how God is the center of your business, right? Like you are, and, 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 guy, and, and David and I have had this conversation. There's a lot of people on, on the internet that talk about kingdom entrepreneurships or kingdom businesses. And to me, I, I take it with a grain of salt anymore. I, I want to hear and see a person that's the same on social media as they are off social media. I want to see somebody whose relationship values what you encompassed and what you just said when you're not sharing your story. When you're, and, and I've seen that, like, I just watch you guys. I don't follow a lot of people on Facebook. I told David that one of the, one of the guys I've, I've learned that from business standpoint is just to crowd out the noise and, and to have a law of the environment of where it's just a small group of people that you listen to so that you don't get analysis paralysis, right? Like, what do I follow? What do I do? And I, and, and so, um, I'm going to, I'm going to move another, that kind of led into another question about maybe you guys can talk about some things that you guys do to help improve and maintain that relationship. Because, um, I obviously look at you guys and you're very healthy people and we'll talk about that in a minute, but I kind of feel like God wants you guys to hone in on talking about what you've done since then and what you continue to do there's probably going to be a lot of couples that'll listen to this and hopefully maybe even people that come into your platform will listen to this also. What are some things that couples can do and that you do to help improve your relationship and relationships with others? Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's an awesome question. Uh, thank you, Michael. And it's so powerful. And, and, and I'm just so excited to be here and, and, because I already see and I already know totally and clearly the impact that this is going to have on your listeners because every single listener is in one of a few different places, regardless. And they might be thriving in this area of life, but they're struggling in this area, whether it's health, relationships, finances, marriage, children, whatever it is, right? Life is multidimensional. But baby, that was amazing. Thank you for sharing that. I'm so glad that she shared it because if you all had me go on about our story, 
it's here's the here's the quick answer is I have much more to say to you than you can now bear. <laughs> All right, I'll take the words okay. from Jesus and from Paul um, because, like, literally, that's why we're making a documentary about the divine details of the story and a book. Because when people hear the full story, that's not even really even the clip notes full version, but their draws literally drop and they say, that's the most amazing story I've ever heard in my life. Well, when other people are telling us that, they're like, this needs to be a movie and all this. God, I love that. I love that, by the way. I, I just, I, before you go on, David, I just want to say this, is that um, you guys just encouraged me to write out my story that me yeah. and Lisa had because, um, I mean, we, we went to a pre-marriage counseling class at the church and I thought it was just to figure out what, you know, what marriage was going to be like and how you prepare for it. And, and like after the first class I left, I was like, I'm not ready for this. I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing in here? And Lisa finished the class. And about two weeks later, after she had finished the class, I was sitting, I was, I was asleep and I got up and I was, I, I, God took me, I was living alone. I went to the other side of the room where I had buried that book in the back of the closet. And I'm, I'm getting this book out at 3.30 in the morning. I'm like, okay, God, why couldn't you have done it at like in the morning or like before I went to bed, you know? And I'm reading this and I'm reading a chapter that's explaining to me my wife. I'm like, no. I'm like, you know, I wanted to close the book because sometimes even though we know your guys' story is different, you knew. Sometimes when you've been older like me and you just knew, kind of thought you knew what you wanted, but sometimes, like you said, God, you know, and everybody's story and journey is different, which I love hearing your story because it just, that's why I was a little teary-eyed and encouraged. But uh, I just want to say thank you from, from me. And, and David, as you talk about things that you guys do, I'm, I'm excited to hear because I feel like I watch some of the things that you guys do. And I think we're, if we're not, not learning from others and growing, we're, we're dying. So, uh, Katie, thank you for sharing. Amen to that, brother. I mean, 100% everything you said, we're in total alignment and agreement. And um, so, yeah, diving into that question, a, a couple things that all are interwoven in here to these points that you're bringing up that are so powerful. These are life-giving, life-creating, life-producing, abundant life, not just life, but life overflowing in the fullness of every area of life for every person who receives the truth, because the truth is not just information. It's living and active and powerful and productive perpetually and exponentially always, all the time. So it's just a matter of who's plugged in and who's not. That, that's really it. It's not, we overcomplicate things. We're the biggest problem to ourselves in life. You know, God isn't confused at all ever about anything to the minutest minute. So he has perfect clarity at all times about everything. He knows the number of hairs on each of all of our heads and every listener you listen to this right now. He knows the number of hairs on your head. He knows more, way more about you than you can ever know about yourself. And he wants to bless your socks off way more than you even want it for yourself. And that's what I know. This isn't theoretical uh, theory or opinion or belief or doctrine or, or theology. This is firsthand experiential knowledge over and over perpetually. Um, that's, you know, because I don't want to share something. If there's something you ask, we say, well, this is what we think you know, but what we know that we know that we know is just like I knew she was the one. Undeniable. We don't have time on here today to actually share all the divine, like mind-blowing confirmations. But but literally, I had a five-page single space typed letter to God. In my eight years prior to meeting her, I typed out all my dream attributes to God detailed in the woman of my dreams. I said, God, you told me, I said, first of all, let me remind you what you said. You said it's not good for man to be alone. You said, according to my faith, be God. You said, yeah, yeah. 
Amen. You said, according unto my faith, according to my faith, be it unto me. You said for me to make my request known to you. You said, you said, you said. And then I said, dear Heavenly Father, this is my request for my bride. Bam. Five pages of single space. I'm talking everything I could, and not generalizations like love Jesus. No, I'm talking about as specific as I could come up. Everything that came into my mind, I typed it up and I handed it over to God. I said, God, I saved it on a thumb drive. Ball's in your court. If you give me 10% of this, I will literally, no doubt in my mind, be the happiest man that's ever walked this planet because we're, 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 we're big dreamers, but that's a joke to guys like, Oh, that's all you got. That's I'm a blow. I'm going to do all that times of infinity. Cause that's who he is. And that's what he does and how he does. He does exceedingly abundantly above anything and everything you can ever ask, think, hope, or imagine in every area of your life. And so that includes your spouse, but whenever, wherever you're waiting on your spouse, your, 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 your dream calling, your dream, whatever it is, and your health to turn around, whatever it is, it's the same true principle. And I'm going to get into your question here. No, you're, um, you're, you're good. I, I, the reason I, I like that you said that I brought this up before you go because I wanted confirmation from you, David. This is for you. This says, a man with an argument has no power over a man with an experience. There you go. This, this, this confirms everything that you're just saying, brother. Well, that's huge because that right there is confirmation about what I've written down. And like you said, it's spirit-led. There's a huge difference Here's the thing. Whether you're, we're all business people here. We love God. We love business. We love, we're very passionate people. Michael is, we are. We could talk for hours and feel like it was a blink because we just, it, we're, we're passionate points here about the Lord, about business, about people, about, you know, health, all the life. This is life. The, the pillars of life are health, relationships, and finances, period. Everything falls in those pillars. Yes. That wasn't what we were taught in school, you know. But, but, but that's why we're about to talk about what's rolling out with the platform. We're about to mentor the masses in unprecedented ways in health relations and finance. But we'll talk about that here in a minute. But um, I got to hit a couple quick things because I know we're going to get tight on time here. That's all right. We're good. came to me um, about what we just said. So, so, because this is huge. Like all the other things we could teach on, talk on, and they, you know, people want to know how'd you do it. If they don't get the core foundational points, Everything else is irrelevant. I actually said that live one time. We were asked to speak and share our story live, preach actually at a church um, one time. We were asked. They said, would you come share as part of our message? We asked you to come up and share. Like They gave us like 10 or 15 minutes. And I'll never forget it. When, when um, the pastor handed the mic, he's up there preaching this church we've never been to before, hands the microphone over to me and says, okay, can you share your story as an illustration of his whole message, right? A piece of it. And because he was so blown away by our story and he wanted people to hear it. And, and, and I'll never forget it. And this is powerful for everyone to know this. He's, and what, what I'm about to say, like I have to say this in order to what I'm about to say so that it's built on the right foundation Good. or it's like seed that falls on hard ground and then it never takes root and produces everything it's meant to produce. It wasn't a problem with the seed. It was a problem with the soil. The people's yes. heart and mind, they have eyes they do not see. They have ears they do not hear. Ever seeing, never perceiving, never understanding. What people are chasing all these things, relationships, money, business, fame, attention, not realizing they're not there. There's only one thing there. It's in the greatest success book of all time. It says above all else. Well, okay, we better get that one first priority above all else. Seek wisdom. Nothing you desire can compare with her in her right hand, left hand. I forget which hand, but you can read it in the hands. Each hand is long life enduring wealth and prosperity right? It's more valuable than riches. All, all the gold, silver, rubies doesn't yield. You don't want to talk about ROI in business. We <laughs> live, and this is what we're, we're interested in living in the ROI of infinity. You can't measure the ROI in our lives, in our business, in our life, health, relationships, fine. You can't measure it. 
because we're plugged into the plan from the plan maker, That's the so one that spoke everything into existence, custom yeah. crafted everything. He's the potter, we're the clay. Until people get into position, it's stress, struggle, lack, frustration, um, all the things that are negative outside of being positioned in the flow. My because God. the thing about the My flow is, is the abundance happens and you're at rest. Don't you, I mean, this is what blows my mind perpetually all day, every day. When people talk about how do you have all these businesses that are growing and everything, and I see you laying on the beach at peace and stress-free and all this stuff. You know, life happens to us externally just like it does to everyone else. But there's a key difference. And we're a work in progress and process just like everyone. So it's a lifelong perpetual process. That's key. <laughs> a repentant heart that's hungry for correction all day, every day from the right source. That's key. Like Michael, like you said, and not listening to the wrong voices. That's the main problem for a lot of listeners right now today. They're allowing voices to speak into their life that's, that's, that's keeping them from unlocking and unleashing the abundant, mind-blowing, catapulting into all that they were created to be that's beyond everything they can imagine. So, so where was I at? Best things to do. Right, yeah, right hand, left hand, wisdom. Above all else, seek wisdom. wisdom. Who are you seeking it for? That's from, that's the question. Yeah. And who are you seeking it for? Because even if you start seeking God like a genie bought it for yourself, that's not the, that's not going to work out right. He says right there, he says, you have not because you ask not. When you ask, you don't receive because when you ask, you ask with wrong motives for yourself, not for me and other people. It's about you. Yeah. All right. We've got to be more broken. This take place until you get broke down and shattered. There's no more of you. It's like, I'm not my own. Okay. I got to get back on track here because I don't get to going all day. Literally. <laughs> So, so here's, here's some points that I got. I know that I feel impressed. He put on my heart to, to share. And I want to be obedient and faithful in stewarding this. Speak it out. So this is huge. If it's, it's always about the one thing. That's what I'll say right now. It is, it's not about the multiple things. It is not. In our minds, we might think it's about the multiple things. In his mind, it's all about one thing. Every time, all the time. In, in your life, in your marriage, your health, it's all about the one thing. That's why, that's why he does how he does. And, and until we get in alignment and submit to it, people can live their whole lives missing out on everything that they could be living in and experiencing, which is, which is unexplainable. It's, it's beyond this world. It's beyond anything the brilliance of all this world and intellect and knowledge could ever even try to do. <laughs> I laugh, all these multi-billionaires trying to make things happen. And it's like, man, they don't even, they, 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 the, the knowledge and wisdom of this world is foolishness. It's so, it, 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 I love how God is. He uses the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. That's why he brings little boy David yeah. up to do the thing. And all the trained, big, strong soldiers are shaking, peeing in their pants, if I can say that on here. You can. Because that's what he does. That's uh, David, he David, I feel like we should have church. Man. Yeah, I was about, I was, I, I have to say this and I, and I don't say this to offend anybody because I, I, as you know, when God's, when God is for us, who can be against us, right? Like I was about to pray in the spirit. <laughs> Hey, well, if he if he impresses on you, don't don't disobey. That's all I got. <laughs> well, if you guys if you guys see me if you're watching this on video and you see me mute myself, I'll just tell you that that's what I'm doing. So I don't want to <laughs> offend any. I don't. I don't. Listen. I was about to say I was about to pray in tongues and 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 I was like, well, maybe I'll just if you you guys saw me earlier when 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 you were doing that, I muted myself and I had a little teary eyes, but I was praying in the spirit and I was like. Well, yeah, probably don't want to be offensive to anybody listening that may not understand what that is. Because bit like you said, we, we want to do things in order according to the word of God, right? Like, even though we know the flow and the, the unity, and I believe really this, I just want to say this before you, you go on, because 
I'm, I'm probably going to have to have you guys back, but I'm going to go a little bit over on today's session uh, just because I want to, and, and I can because it's my show, right? That's right. <laughs> and, 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 well, let me, hey, let me rephrase that. I want to and I can because it's God's show. Come on now. How about that? Right. How about that? And, and, and you're partnered everything. with them together. Yeah, yeah. And, and, C -C and the uh, you're lowercase CEO. C -C yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the 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 phase that the world is in is not the phase or the situation that we're in. God is for us, not against us. And so, as you share a couple of things that you guys are doing, I'm I, I just want people to understand that um, this is not about us. This is about you listening, and this is about the people that you can influence. And so, brother, I, I just had to say that real quick. So if you see me muted, it's okay. Just don't don't hey, worry. About it. Let it there. flow, man. Hey, we're not gonna quench the flow. Hey, here. Hey, that's the thing. Here, here, we have an abundance of a form of godliness and lack of the power. Yeah. Most listeners that are listening to this right now, they are not flowing in the fullness of power. And victory, yep. victory, living That's victorious it. in every area of life. That's it. Now, there are reasons for that. And it's all in the book. We don't have time to go into all that today. You got to get in the book yourself. You got to get a direct, direct connection with the source. Yeah. And let go disconnect and sever all these other sources of, of yourself and people and whatever. Not, not, not in the literal, I'm talking in the term of your heart and mind. You have to, you have to do that. It all starts there. Yep. So thank you for saying that. And, and just proof positive confirmation on the point you just shared with your listeners about how we are in this world, we're not of it. Now, here's the thing. This is very practical and it's completely impractical simultaneously. Jesus is the most, to me, if anybody can show me different, show me. But from what I understand, what I've experienced with him and what I read and what he says and what he lived, what he says and does, <laughs> he is the most practical person principally because he created the principles. And this is just, I'll throw this in as a bonus for everybody. The, here's the issue. All these people are excited about the secret Think it, manifest it. What, think, yeah, okay. Those things work. We lived it. We lived it. We can tell you all the stories of miraculous things manifest in our life. We think it, spoke it, it happened. But here, here's the deal. Here's the deal. The people that aren't in personal relationship with God, the Heavenly Father, through the only way to Him is through Jesus Christ in personal relationship. So the ones who aren't, they're applying His principles and getting all the, getting all the world, whatever, they've taken the prince out of the principle. That's what the Lord told me one day. He said, Here's the problem with these people. They're trying to run and do the principles that I made for their own benefit without me. It's so they're the, building. David, David, it's the same thing when people say, oh, the universe gives me something. Completely. Right? Well, oh. the, universe, the, the, God, the universe can't give you anything that God's in control of, right? When God's in control of the, the stars and the moon and the heaven, the universe, the universe has no power. You said it right before this. The universe has no power. We, we can't manifest something and receive something from if it's not coming from the one who created it for us well that's the whole point i mean people what do you want a principle or the prince of peace that get that made all the principles or the, and he everything or the one that's still alive and still here and still evident and still working and still desired it, it, i said this it's funny that you bring this up and then i know we're still trying to get on but it's it's good this is how god works I, I had a young girl that asked me to help her with her health today. And what I'm doing, nobody else is doing in my field. We're, we're way ahead because of the wisdom of God, because we've asked for wisdom. There God's it given it. And, and, and so she said, she said to me, Michael, I've really screwed up and I've, I've done some things and I got pregnant. And she goes, I love God, but I've made some mistakes. And I said, you know what? God is not a God of condemnation. That's right. God, of a, God is a God of restoration. And I said, you know why you're lacking wisdom in this area? It's because you haven't asked for it. And she That's said, right. you're absolutely right. I've not asked the one who I desire 
to be involved in areas that I'm not involved in. And I think that that goes when I see solid quality relationships that people have. God is in the center and he's, he's invited in to those areas of our life because that's where he desires to be in. And that's that principle that you said people want to, they want to look for something different than surrendering. If, if Katie, when you, when you, when David, David never bowed down on his knee and forced you to marry him, it wouldn't be love. God never forces us to have to have a relationship with him or it wouldn't be love. He invites us. We have to invite him in because if it wasn't, it wouldn't be love. That's Absolute it. Truth. And, and love lays itself down. So, so, you know, as she was sharing and you all were sharing so much powerful things, I'm, I'm writing notes only when I feel like I'm supposed to <laughs> because of your instruction. I took that, <laughs> but here, here's the thing. And, and I know the listeners are like, he didn't get back to his point about his list. I'll tell you this real quick. I had the five-page list, right, saved on a thumb drive. I already mentioned balls in your court, Lord, give me 10% of this, be the happiest man. Fast forward years later, okay, my dad took his life. I took my mom and sister in to live with me. My mom was, my, I'm the oldest of three. My sister was 11 when that, my, my dad took his life. So I was 27 at the time. I was, I was weary and waiting. I'm like, God, for my wife, I'm like, I'm beyond weary and waiting. I'm like, God, where's she at? Like, seriously. Well, I, had, I waited another six years because I was on a mission, an assignment, take care of my, my mom and, and sister it was amazing. It was an honor, privilege, blessing to be there and, and be in that role with God wanted me. And so the week my sister's graduating high school, bam, drops Katie Marie into my life supernaturally. Well done. He was like, he told me this, well done, son, on this six and a half, whatever year mission. Here's your reward, exceedingly abundantly above anything and everything you've ever asked for, dreamed of, yes, imagined. And, when I, and when, after we met, after we hadn't even met in person yet, but after we started doing FaceTime after the first week on there, I got the list out and read it for the first time in years that I didn't even know it was on the list that I wrote years ago, saved it. And we had written it about the same time, eight years prior, something like that, that, that she read her list to me the third day on the phone about knocking me in the floor. It was like God describing myself to myself in the most perfect, precise, detailed, everything, I'm everything on there. Nothing on there is not who I am in the most intricate, intimate way. And only God can do that. There is no self-help. There is no, all this world's wisdom is nothing. It's foolishness. God, only God can do this. Even the atheists would have to admit when they hear this story, only God, that could only be God because science couldn't make it happen. Science can't make a man walk on water. Science can't make these things happen. Only God, because he can override his own system because he yeah. created the system. So the thing is, we just have to submit to him and get in the flow. And so that's what we did. And we were in the same place for all these years waiting for each other. We were in the same place in our heart and mindset, heart set and mindset. It was this, God, I want your handpicked best one for me or nothing, period. And if you'll get that, if you'll get serious with God and get real in your heart and mind today, don't even worry about the thing that you think you need or want or waiting for. Stop. That's your answer today that God wants you to know. Amen. Stop being anxious, trying to figure it out, trying to lean on your understanding and other people's opinions and all this. You know, it's like God always asks all of us, how's that working out for you? That's the question. How's that working out for you? And then just stop, fully surrender to him, and then he will show you along the way. Just say, God, I want to follow you as you show me how, and he will. And then all this stuff that you really, you all might think you want to hear from us, how we have these businesses flourishing and our health flourishing and our marriage. This marriage is way, it's not a dream marriage. People, people say they would be thrilled if we could teach them how to have dream health, dream relationships, dream finances. To them, that's so far-fetched. We're like, no, that's easy. That's ground floor, like starting level. This is exceedingly abundantly above any far, anything beyond my, what I ever dreamed a marriage could be. That's what it is. Now, does that mean we don't have? So, so that's what happens in God's economy. 
and when you're in relationship with him for real, not religion, not dead religion, going through the not compartmentalizing him, like you just said, Michael. People, people wanting God for his benefits, not for who he is. That's treating him like a prostitute. I think that I think that answers the question. <laughs> yeah. No, so, seriously. No, seriously, Katie. Right? Like, like when you when you think about what David just said, like. I asked him about what we can do to improve relationships. I think he just answered it without even really answering it because the, 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 the basis of that is, is what I know about David Hughes is like the other day. And, and he can tell you, I never, I never impressed upon my belief system on him about health. He watched me and he asked me questions like Mike, he said, I'm always wanting to learn. I'm always wanting to grow. I'm always wanting to do that. And I believe that that's the law of the environment. That's the environment that God gives us the wisdom to not be in a lot of counsel from a lot of, Jesus had 12, but he really had three. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't, I, 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 I don't even know if I've sent this, but remind me and I'll send it to you. I, I preached at my church on the, the three, Peter, James, and John. Right. And I believe that that was a revelation of the wisdom that we take in from people that we surround ourselves with. We have solid quality relationships, but we have the accountability, which is one question that within the last 15 minutes, maybe we'll get to. I'm just guessing that we're going to have to do a part two of this. I'm, I'm just guessing that next week we should probably do a part two. And the reason I say that is because we're only, we're on question number two or three and there's seven. So, so I, I, I think when, great questions. I, I think in this last 15 minutes and then we'll go to the rest of those questions. Maybe we can do it at the beginning of the week or whatever. And yeah. let's do a part two uh, because what I've learned and I shared this with you guys earlier, I, I mentioned my friend Joel Mary and his podcast going to the top and I listened to a two part interview he had with Noah Eliza. And the second part was even better. I listened to the first part and you guys know, sometimes you're like, Oh God, the, I, I, I listened to the second part first just by accident, right? And I went back and I was like, wow, there was a reason why I listened to the second part because the second part was even better than the first part, right? So, David, I'll, I'm going to let you share these, uh, you and Katie share with these last 15 minutes here of us uh, just to protect your time and to protect the time. Uh, and then let's do a part two next week, okay? Does that sound good with you guys? Okay, and, 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 and then what I'll do is, is I'll have my guy upload the back-to-back weeks perfectly because, and I'm just going to do this for you because I feel like the Lord wants me to do this for you because I love you both now. I mean, I, I feel like I've, I, I, I mean, I've, I've, I've loved David since the day I met him just because of our connection with each other. We, we That's sat, awesome. we sat um, at a, at a restaurant at Thrive and had felt like we knew each other, but then we sat and talked and we encouraged each other and we had some things that we were, you know, mindset stuff that we were struggling with. And I asked for his, his help and his insight on some things. And then we, we, from there on, we became better friends. And I, I'm, I'm excited about the relationship that we're all going to build. I'm excited for you guys to meet Lisa and get to know Katie more and spend some yeah. time together once this all is relief. But David, I know you wanted to share some stuff about things you guys do to improve your relationships. And then maybe the last 10 or 15 minutes or so, we can talk about some things that you guys do because you're super healthy, you're beautiful people uh, inside and, and, and maybe you're listening and you're not watching on thing, but they're two beautiful people. Like when Katie talked about David, um, I, I say this all the time and Lisa's, I always say we married up David, but then yeah, my wife, yeah, yeah. But you know what my wife says when I say that, she goes, well, what's that say with me? I married down. I'm like, no, honey, 
you didn't marry down. We just we're 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 one. But so David, why don't you finish us? Why, why don't you why don't you finish us saying talking about things you guys do to improve your relationships with each other, and then maybe you guys can both talk a little bit about some things you do together with your health. And I know you guys are avid skiers and other things. Maybe you can talk a little bit about that, and then we'll pause and then we'll do another interview next week. That's perfect. We love that, and thank you for that. So I'll say a couple things, and then just let you have the rest of the time because I, I really feel like there's a few things that that are powerful and profound that I'm supposed to say because I didn't come up with them. <laughs> I never knew about them until today. They literally popped up in my mind and heart as you all were speaking and that's just how the Holy Spirit works. But so um, back to a couple things. My main point I wanted to get to earlier about wisdom and the value of wisdom and rubies and all that is though it costs all you have, get understanding. So the problem with most people is they're not even willing to spend $100 on understanding, getting understanding from somebody who has it, right? or spend enough time to sit alone with God to get it. Or, or, and God uses people and works through people. Much less cost everything, give everything. So that's, that's where most people are at um, from my experience. And, and we're all there at different times and different degrees. And so my, my heart set every day is, Lord, keep me away from that and keep me in the place of giving everything of my, because I'm not my own all day every day to get that understanding. So, so um, I just want to hit a couple points on my notes and read them and then let her share, um, and then we'll pick up next time. Um, yeah, on this has else. been really good, you guys. So just so you know, it's, 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 it's scripted by God, and, and, and I, you know what's really funny? I told Lisa today, and, and, and this is just confirmation of where we are, I said, I feel like I might have to have a, 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 a two-part series with Katie and David. And, I, and then now as the time was going on, as the time was going on, I'm like, uh, shoot we're already past an hour and, and, and I still want to, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to let us go till two 30 and, 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 and even if we go a little bit over, that's good, but just thank you guys. This is good. This is so good. So David, yeah. share these principles, brother. Yeah. Well, it's refreshing to have somebody like you because most people live in boxes, even the billionaires, they live in boxes and that'll preach on its own. But you know, boxes of time, boxes of people, boxes of money, boxes of ideologies, boxes of doc. I mean, the boxes, we could talk about boxes all. I want to live in no limitations. So you understand freedom and flexibility and flow. Um, and obviously, we have to honor, honor certain boundaries and all that. So, so, yeah, that was one thing I wanted to wrap up the point that was on my heart. The other thing was when she showed up and I read the whole list, she was every single thing on the list. Not one thing was off on that five-page single-space list. And she was so much more, infinitely more infinitely more than I could ever I mean I had specific things on the list like specific like she loves to dance and is good at it and and I don't even know why I put that I mean I, dance. I, I being a professional dancer her whole life and he, David can you dance can I I'm, he I'm, is a great dancer he's got well, an awesome rhythm okay. he, he catches you, out really fast it, it, I, you know it's really funny I was voted the best dancer in my high school. In Come my- on now. Yes, there you go. Cool. Hey. Yeah. And, and so. And the dance connection. So right we used here. to, we used to always break dance back in, and we used to win contests and stuff. Yeah, and so amazing. I used to spin on my head and spin on my back. And, and, yeah. you know, I, I would do all the, you know, I would be like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And we were like, and still to this day, that's one of the things that my wife says that she was hoping she could marry somebody who likes to dance and she loves to dance. So, awesome. Oh man, that is awesome. I okay. I see you pop and lock sometime in a, yes. we we'll have some a live dance party. Live yeah, we'll have a dance party. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the secrets is we dance with each other yep. all the time. Oh we yeah, just have, that like, is. That's one of the secrets right there. Parties, so. Well, that's, so, the best, that's the best practice right there. Yeah. Yes. Um, 
So I just wrote these down and read them, and baby, you take over and take us home here. And Are these your, your this tips is, for relationships? Yeah, all of it is kind of together in relationships. So <laughs> everything, and you all again heard the tip of the tip of the iceberg of our story. I mean, we commit our lives to each other. I don't know if this is covered, but we commit our lives to each other fifth night on the phone before ever even seeing each other on FaceTime. We had never even seen each other, but we commit our lives to each other fifth night on the phone. Um, but the reason all this happened, okay, everything beyond my list, my wildest dreams, woman, she's far beyond my dreams, girl, all this, in this area of her life, relationship, right, the core area, the, the reason, the reason, the answer, the secret, the key that everybody wants is this relationship right here is a result of the relationship right here that I had been having seriously all in with and cultivating for years and she had too. And it's not just a result of the relationships, it's a direct result of that relationship. If it weren't for this right here with me and him and her and him, this would have never, ever happened. Even if it would have, it wouldn't have been anywhere near what it is. And still wouldn't be happening. No, exactly. exactly. And we both would have settled for something other than God's best perfect plan for our lives. And that has a perpetual residual effect. You know, it's like ripples on the water. I mean, if we hadn't met, then we would have married other people and we wouldn't have been able to the people we wouldn't have moved to Florida all these other things so yeah so I have a lot more notes we'll pick up next time I'll just say this and turn it over to you all to take us home here um and these are notes that literally I wrote today right before we got on here that I felt like were impressed on my heart to share so we'll do that part two um but love is the core of life period people are trying to find fulfillment in life everywhere and, and they're all over the place you know and God is love, so it all starts with him and personal relationship. And the issue is, even though love is the core of life, people just don't know what that means or what that even is. Until you get in personal, direct, intimate relationship with him, which is just by asking, you can do it right now today. There's no script, there's no religious regiment. It's call on him. He says, those who seek me will find me. I will reveal myself to them. Those who seek me will find me. Call unto me and I will show you great and mighty things you know not. And every, that, that, that's, that's him. And then every area of life, because it's Matthew 6, 33. It's all right there. Yeah. So, so I'll just say this. When it comes to flourishing in our health and in our relationship and how big of a deal is health in all that we do, starting with our marriage, then our businesses and everything else, it's everything. It's the number one thing in the pillars. We have it in that order for a reason. Health, relationships, finances. My relationships and finances are going to be effective positively and or negatively by how I steward this gift of this body that God's given me. Am I putting in it what I want to put in it? Or am I getting with the maker of it and finding out what's the best? Because there's a huge difference between permissive will and perfect will. That was that, Katie, I don't know if, you, if David told you this, but that was our last conversation that him and I had. I, t- I talked about God's perfect will and God's permissible will and being out of God's will. So. Yeah, because yeah, most so powerful. it's so powerful. It's everything. It is everything. And most believers yeah. live in the permissive will of God. That means, okay, yeah, you're forgiven. You're going to make it to heaven, but you're missing out. And there were, I mean, they are as far apart as any. I mean, his perfect will, if you really went all in with him and full surrender and commitment, let him show you his plan for your life versus permissive will, he allows you to live in this blessed life. Blessed and best life. Huge difference. Yeah. Okay, I got I to gotta well, stop. No, let, let's do this. So Katie, because I'm not going to, I'm not, because I have another, I have another client at 245. And, and so I know probably people that are listening like, well, who knows what time it is, right? But I don't, I'm not going to cut you short because I, I, I honor you both uh, with a lot of respect and dignity because of what you've said today. 
So I'm going to, we're going to, David's going to, as soon as we're done, David's going to get off here and schedule a time at the beginning of the week for you guys to look at your schedule and, and let's do part two and let's get it uploaded for the, the coming podcast. And then the next one, we'll get the next week. Cause I think it'll really be perfect with the way you're launching your platform. And I think, I think God just orchestrated it into two parts. Like I kind of felt like, heck, I got the both of them. I got the, and we only made it through three of the seven questions, which is funny, halfway, halfway. Uh, but, 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 uh, we're a little bit over halfway, but I just want to say, um, if you're listening to this, this is going to be session one with Katie Marie and David Hughes. And, and then on our next session, we'll be, we'll, we're going to talk about our health. We're going to talk about having a kingdom mindset when it comes to business and wealth, how they've done that, how they've built that, how you can learn from accountability. Uh, actually, it's funny, David. These are two things that David and I talked about on our last conversation. I told him how I have two accountability partners now and how had I had those 10, 15 years ago, how my life would have been different. But God reassured me that the latter days of my life are going to be better than the former days of my oh, life. Right. And that, literally, that, he literally said that today. Yeah. Yeah. We were on our, on our knees just worshiping. It was like such a crazy, like spontaneous time. And he literally said the, the latter rain is greater. And, and that, and, and that's, that's, um, you know, it, it's really cool. And I'll, and I'll, and we'll, we'll close with this. Um, I, I have been radically praying for a list of people to have on. Cause I don't just want to have anybody on and I don't want to, I, I, you know, um, I want it. I want, I want he fluence podcast to be God fluence podcast, right? That's I want right. him to, to use it as a platform to influence people because it's obedience, you know, it's, it's an, it's an act of, of doing things. So if you're listening to this session, we, we will continue with session two. Um, and I'm excited because I know that will lead into what is happening later in my guest's life today. And, and that, that this has been awesome. I, I've had goosebumps pretty much the whole time we've been on here today and, and, and it's been really good. I'm, I'm, I'm excited cause I think it'll really superly, what usually happens at nighttime, Lisa and I go back and listen to these and we're super encouraged and we do worship and stuff. And obviously since she's working these long hour days, um, it, it's, it's going to be an encouraging to her and to many. And then we take notes, David, and we go back over them after we, after we go through them and, and it'll be even better. And also I think, now that you guys know a little bit more about what the next session is going to be like, it'll be even more powerful than the first one. I don't know how it could, but it usually always does. Uh, hopefully they'll both be as powerful. So people, thank you for listening and joining us on another session of the Heat Fluence podcast with session one of my, my friends, um, David and Katie Marie Hughes. And so till next time on the Heat Fluence podcast, love God, love people and live with passion. Thanks. And we'll see you on the next session of the Heat Fluence podcast. God bless you. Have a good day.